Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. From a Silver Spring fire, I'm Dick Iuliano. Residents in, McLean, residents in McLean wake up to hateful flyers on their doorsteps this weekend. The Tacoma Park Police Chief calls on the public to be his eyes and ears. I'm Del Walters. A tough night for the Capitals. It's 9 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, your home for original reporting. I'm Stacey Lynn in Washington. Our 39th president has entered hospice care at his home in Plains, Georgia. Here's CBS's Linda Kenyon. Jimmy Carter, who is 98 and is the oldest living president, has overcome serious health problems, including in 2015 when he was treated for melanoma that had spread to his brain. He defied the odds when he was pronounced cancer-free later that same year. The Carter Center announcement did not say whether the cancer has returned or what prompted the 39th president of the United States to decide to transition to hospice care. Officials in East Palestine, Ohio, say the air and water are safe two weeks after the train carrying toxic chemicals derailed. But residents aren't buying it. Glenn Fulton is one of them. I can taste that stuff. And for anybody to say that there's nothing going on, it's ridiculous. A fire's been burning for a week now at a Miami renewable energy plant. County Fire Chief Ray Judala. We're hoping to have a resolution to the smoldering smoke in the next few days. Officials are asking residents to remain indoors or mask up. More than 46,000 died in the earthquake that hit Turkey and Syria. Correspondent Imtiaz Tayyab on how those who survived are dealing in the aftermath. For Mustafa al-Marawi, after enduring years of war and now this catastrophic earthquake that killed 20 members of his extended family, it's all too much. I have no hope left, he says. I sometimes think it would have been better if I stayed under the rubble. Friday will mark one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. So is an end in sight? Purdue University political science professor Kyle Haynes. So in terms of a final resolution, I think we may still be a long ways off. Whether either side is going to be willing to settle for less than what they've claimed is kind of an open question. But importantly, I think that even if there is a negotiated settlement there's a good chance that the underlying conflict will not be resolved. A reason to use just two wheels to get from A to B in Colorado's Mile High City. Here's correspondent Stefan Kaufman. Denver's unique incentive program that offers e-bike rebates is catching on. The e-bike rebate program is popping up in Washington, D.C. and Portland. All over, they're starting to mimic what they've done in Denver because it was so wildly popular. E-bike owner Adam Williams says the more e-bikes, the more bike lanes, therefore greater cycling safety. Creating the demand and actually showing this is a viable option will definitely push the agenda to get that infrastructure. The first race of the NASCAR season is today. Drivers, It's the Daytona 500, and a whole lot of money is up for grabs. The total purse is just about $27 million. This is CBS News. 903 on Sunday, February 19, 2023. 40 degrees, morning clouds, afternoon sun, highs in the upper 50s. Good Sunday morning to you. I'm Liz Anderson. The top local stories we are following this hour. 
We are learning that a man was killed in an early morning fire in Prince George's County that has left the neighborhood devastated. Our Luke Lukert reports from the scene. Prince George's and Montgomery County units arrived to the split-level home here on Stonewall Drive in Calverton at around 4 a.m. Flames were shooting from the roof. The fire was just, you know, raging out of control. Neighbors like Lisa and this quiet cul-de-sac are destroyed looking at the wreckage of the house where the fire completely burned through, collapsing almost the whole roof. Everybody know everybody in the cul-de-sac, so it's saddened to see that, you know, Something like that happened. WTOP has learned the rest of the family that lives in the house are visiting Africa. Fire investigators say it could take days to determine the cause because of the extensive damage. In Calverton, Luke Luker, WTOP News. And there's another fatal fire in our area. A woman is dead. More than a dozen people are hurt, several critically, in yesterday's apartment building fire in Silver Spring. The fire broke out about 6 in the morning. We received a 911 call from an occupant on the 8th floor reporting heavy smoke coming from a a unit below his. Montgomery County Fire Chief Scott Goldstein says smoke filled part of the building. The smoke conditions on the 7th floor as well as others were reported to be completely pitch black all the way to the floor. County officials are determining which apartments are uninhabitable because of smoke, soot, and water damage. And it could be up to 200 units. Among the injured, three firefighters treated and released from the hospital. Dick Uliano, WTOP News. More than 400 people have been displaced as a result of the fire. Several neighbors in McLean woke up to find hate-filled flyers near their homes yesterday. Homeowners tell police they found sealed bags with a propaganda flyer weighted down with birdseed on their properties. Over 40 of the flyers have been recovered. Their nature has not been released, although Fairfax County Police characterized those flyers as portraying biased material. Detectives are trying to figure out where the randomly distributed flyers came from. A crime crackdown is underway in Tacoma Park, and the police chief wants you to know about it. The Tacoma Park police chief says he wants criminals to know that Tacoma Park is not a soft target. Chief Antonio Duvall says he has assigned plain clothes and uniform officers to areas where crime is the highest. Two people have already been arrested in connection with a series of break-ins, but the chief also says he needs you to be his eyes and ears, repeating the age-old adage, if you see something... Say something. Dell Walters, WTOP News. D.C. public school students will have to prove they're COVID-free when they come back from February break. The schools have already made the tests available. Students will need to take the test next Sunday, the 26th, then upload the results to the district. Then it's back to classes a week from tomorrow. Officials in the Outer Banks are targeting high school students in Northern Virginia and telling them they aren't welcome for Beach Week this June. The village of Corolla says hundreds of students flooded the area, causing chaos and untold damage. Authorities believe that most were from Northern Virginia. Property owners say they saw teens drag indoor furniture into the surf, relieving themselves on neighborhood lawns, and parents dropping off loads of alcohol, then disappearing. Last year, agents made 116 arrests over a two-day period in June, including 60 Six charges for underage drinking. There are hard rules at almost all Outer Banks rental agencies that vacationers must be family groups and the renter older than 25. Ralph Fox, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, it's nearly one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. We talked to an intelligence analyst about what this week could bring leading up to that one-year mark. It's 9.07. Life doesn't stop when the economy is uncertain. The market might not care you have a wedding to plan. 
or a kid to put through school. And inflation doesn't know you've got a family to feed. But Bank of America does, and is here to help. With digital tools to help you save and local experts in the DMV, you can keep life moving forward the way you need it to. Bank of America, what would you like the power to do? Learn more at bofa.com slash Washington, D.C. Bank of America N.A., member FDIC, equal credit opportunity lender. KBR's highly experienced and highly cleared team is ready to solve today's challenges while preparing for tomorrow's threats. For more than 50 years, KBR has been trusted by the Department of Defense and Intel community to provide mission-critical science, technology, and engineering solutions. As global demands change and markets transform, KBR delivers innovative results to advance defense and national security interests on land, at sea, in the air, space, and cyberspace. KBR, the team behind the mission. For more information, visit KBR.com. 908. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8th to Mary in the Traffic Center. All righty. Thanks, Liz. A couple of new issues have just popped up on the Beltway, but I'll preface by saying the Beltway is still moving at speed, so anything I tell you about with a lot of caution... First is in Montgomery County if you're on the inner loop, right at the ramp to George Avenue exit 31B, the first ramp of the Cloverleaf. The beginning of the ramp is blocked. A disabled vehicle has help on scene. You can make the exit around the disabled with help. So if you're traveling past on the Beltway, be sure to stay out of the right side or you might see some brake lights. Again, you're finding everything at speed. The other thing to note on the Beltway, flipping the coin into Virginia, also on the inner loop, but near the Springfield interchange that was the dispatch interloop near 395 it could be underneath the interchange and watch out along the left side and watch your mirrors response is heading if we continue in virginia we hadn't gotten the all cleared the crash was on 29 in gainesville right at the intersection of heathcote boulevard and i-66 watch for units on scene and possible police direction we're going to check into Maryland once again. And the other issue we had was on Route 2, Solomon's Island Road at Bayfront Road. The report is an abandoned vehicle. So all directions at this four-way intersection, watch for response and watch for a vehicle possibly just sitting in the roadway. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Clouds around through the early morning hours. We're going to start to see some breaks in the action here this afternoon. And sunshine returns. Air temperatures today will be into the upper 50s, close to 60 degrees. And a breezy afternoon as well across the region. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy for President's Day. We'll see lower 60s for highs and a few late day showers. A couple of early morning Morning showers possible on Tuesday, but otherwise partly sunny with lower 60s. Back to some cool weather on Wednesday. 50s here with late day showers and 70s for high temperatures on Thursday. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Right now, 44 degrees in Roslyn, 44 at Farragut Square, 41 degrees in Laurel. The forecast brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence deck, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9-11. It's been nearly one year since Russia invaded Ukraine. The Biden administration formally determined last March that Russian troops had committed war crimes in Ukraine and said it would work with others to prosecute offenders. Vice President Kamala Harris reiterated this stance yesterday at the Munich Security Conference, which is an annual gathering of security and defense officials from around the globe. The invasion has dominated discussions at the conference. So what lies ahead? Well, Kieran O'Leary, intelligence analyst at Emergent Risk International, joined me earlier with details. The first thing we'll see is that Tuesday, uh, President Putin will be delivering a major speech to Parliament on the state of the nation in Russia, 
It'll be full of fiery rhetoric, but it should also give us some clues as to how Russia plans to prosecute the war this year. One thing we'll be looking for is whether he announces another mobilisation or essentially forced conscription of Russian people uh, to, to fight in the war. The other thing is that February 23rd, the day before, Thursday, uh, is a major day called Defender of the Fatherland Day. Again, lots of rhetoric, lots of speeches, but then on Friday... Uh, it's still winter in Ukraine. It's not a day for ground attacks, but we should probably expect more missile attacks and drone attacks against Ukrainian infrastructure and electricity grids on that day. So how will the U.S. and Europe respond to this one-year mark? Um, are there any practical steps the West can take that they haven't already taken? It's a good question. The first thing that's going to happen is that President Biden's actually going to be in Poland uh, the day after President's Day. He'll be there on Tuesday, the same day Putin is giving his major speech. Biden's going to give a speech uh, commemorating US leadership over the last year and commemorating NATO and Ukraine's partnership in resisting Russia. And then he'll be meeting with the leaders of NATO's Eastern European countries. But practically, also by Friday, the EU is looking at putting in place its 10th round of sanctions against Russia. Some of those sanctions are likely to be things like sanctions on Russia's nuclear industry, which won't have a huge impact on the rest of the world. But There's also likely sanctions against Russia's mining industry, stopping Russian metals from getting out of the country, which will have more effect. That's Karen O'Leary, intelligence analyst at Emergent Risk International. The English composer who created the scores of scores for blockbuster musicals such as Cats and The Phantom of the Opera has written the anthem for King Charles III's coronation, adapting a piece of church music that encourages singers to make what he calls joyful noise. Andrew Lloyd Webber's work is one of a dozen new pieces Charles commissioned for the grand May 6th occasion at Westminster Abbey. Webber says it includes words adapted from Psalm 98 and is scored specifically for the Abbey's choir and organ coming up on wtop the caps head coach didn't expect this sort of homecoming jay will explain in sports it's 9 14 here's brian wheeler the vice president for provider collaboration and network transformation at care first blue cross blue shield on discussion transforming healthcare. we're not getting the value that we should be out of the united states healthcare delivery system and it has a lot to do with the way the financing and delivery system has evolved over the years So what we do is we're trying to change from the old way of contracting, which was for volume, a fee-for-service, provide this service, get paid this amount, and instead reframe uh, the nature of the way we're financing healthcare to payment for value and outcomes. So basically what that means is uh, we're contracting on behalf of our millions of members with physicians, as you said, physicians, uh, offices, hospitals, health systems, and we're going to them now and partnering them with them in different ways where the outcomes that they produce along the lines of better affordability for people. Listen to the entire discussion on WTOP.com. Search Care First. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. And it rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery, learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Here's Jay Brooks. 
Good morning, Liz. To the ice we start, Washington, a 4-1 loss in Carolina at the 2023 Stadium Series game from Raleigh, North Carolina. Caps now 3-1 in outdoor games with head coach Peter Labiolette's breakdown of last night's contest. They were the better team. They were they were faster. We couldn't couldn't get breakaway speed out of our end. We couldn't get through the neutral zone offensively. We were, they were quick to defend. We couldn't get off the walls. We couldn't get to the, the front of the net. They played at a different gear, and then they won most of the battles as well, so... The speed in the battles. Caps are off today, then a Tuesday 7 o'clock face-off as the Red Wings are in town for the start of a three-game homestand. College Hoops Saturday, George Mason's homecoming against LaSalle. And WTOP's Dave Preston was there. Quality, not quantity, Jay. Patriots after missing nine straight threes to begin the second half. Get a long ball from Ronald Polite that gives them the lead for good with 2-0-1 left in regulation. Polite finishes with 15 points while Josh Adoro nets a game-high 25 Patriots moving to sixth place of the Atlantic 10 with the win, beating LaSalle 70 to 66. For the rest of the sports scores, go to the sports section of our website, WTOP.com. And in WNBA news, Brittany Griner, who missed last season after spending nearly 10 months in detention in Russia, will play for the Phoenix Mercury, the 31 year old returning for a 10th season after being drafted first overall back in 2013. Jay Brooks, WTOP Sports. It's 9-17, and the White House made a point to say that there's no indication that aliens were responsible for the three unidentified objects that were shot down by U.S. military jets in recent days. Still, it has imaginations running wild. Whatever these objects end up being, it certainly got people watching the skies. Sue Swiatek heads the Virginia chapter of the Mutual UFO Network, known as MUFON, a group that investigates reports of UFOs. She says since the recent military shootdowns. We have had an uptick in reports nationwide of UFO sightings. Swiatek says she's also seen an increase in people contacting the group asking how they can become a member and possibly even investigate reports themselves. I think people get out of their houses more and try to see these things. Then they see something unfamiliar. People tend to go to the conspiracy theories when you have a lack of information. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Coming up after traffic and weather, the top stories we're following for you this hour. A man is dead following an early morning fire at a Prince George's County home. Also, former President Jimmy Carter is now in hospice care at his home in Plains, Georgia. The 98-year-old has decided to spend his remaining time at home with his family, according to the Carter Center. The Democrat is the longest living American president. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. It's 9 18. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Mary in the traffic center. All right, Liz, and we'll go back to the Beltway and do our thing here. We had a disabled vehicle that was in Montgomery County interloop ramp that would go to Georgia Avenue. They cleared it up the ramp, should be off of the roadway at this point. Watch for any flashing lights at the bottom, but that would be the tow truck taking it off of the roadway. So the Beltway still running at speed all the way around. There is a crash on the inner loop to the south in Alexandria. And as you pass 95's flyover adjacent from the 395 exit 170, you'll see the left side of the roadway lined with flashing lights and cones. Be sure to move over for safety. You've got plenty of room, but that is a working accident. If we stay on the Virginia side, 95 from Fredericksburg to Springfield and 395 to the 14th Street Bridge. Nothing else was reported. 66 from Front Royal into Roslyn, same. We have not gotten the all clear on our crash in Gainesville. 
It was on 29 South at Heathcote Boulevard at I-66, right at that where the ramp comes in from eastbound. Police were there. Watch for any direction. No great slowdowns happening. And reminder, it is an early Sunday morning. If we look inside of the Beltway through Arlington, everything doing well and nothing reported in the district on your Potomac crossings, the freeway, tunnels across the mall, and across the Anacostia 295, all else running well. Can you sing? At Nick's Riverside Grill, Tuesday karaoke nights, you can sing it your way from 7 to 10. Nick's, come for the karaoke, stay for the great cocktails, food, and river views. Mary DePompa, WTOP Traffic. Here's Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Clouds around this morning, sunshine this afternoon, and a breeze will start to pick up out of the south and west. We're going to be mild. High temperatures today in the upper 50s and close to 60 degrees. Tomorrow for President's Day, a mostly cloudy sky, a couple of showers possible late day. High temperatures tomorrow will be in the lower 60s. A few showers possible early Tuesday morning, otherwise back to partly sunny conditions. Highs will be in the lower 60s as well Tuesday. Wednesday, a touch cooler back into the 50s with some showers in the afternoon. And then Thursday, we're talking mid-70s. I'm Storm Team 4's Ryan Miller. Right now, 44 degrees in DuPont Circle, 41 in Germantown, 42 degrees in Annandale. Brought to you by Linda Plummer, trusted same-day service, seven days a week. Coming up on WTOP, places to celebrate this holiday weekend, it's 921. Looking to launch or take the next step in your career? Melwood is searching for talented and eager individuals in the Washington, D.C. area to fill a wide variety of positions at federal government agencies, including administrative assistants, landscaping and groundskeepers, custodial workers, and more. Melwood offers competitive pay and benefits and empowers workers to develop new skills and pursue career growth opportunities. Melwood also provides career support services, including job coaching and training, benefits counseling, transportation services, and more. In addition to competitive pay and benefits, Melwood prioritizes an inclusive work environment for people with and without disabilities. Come start your career. Join our incredible community and be part of a team that brings people with and without disabilities together. Visit melwood.org jobs to browse our current openings and find a job where you can thrive today. This message is for anyone looking for $500,000 to $1 million or more of affordable term life insurance. Even if you have diabetes, high blood pressure, or taking anxiety meds. Here's an example. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe overweight with type 2 diabetes, $1 million of term life insurance may only cost about $200 a month. We're term provider, experts in finding affordable term life insurance for those that may not be in perfect health. If you've had prostate cancer, heart conditions, high cholesterol, or on prescription meds, medications, you may still qualify for half a million to a million dollars or more of affordable term life insurance. Get a quick quote by calling Term Provider at 800-777-1979. 800-777-1979. If you're looking for term life insurance but have type 2 diabetes, high blood pressure, or have other health issues, call Term Provider at 800-777-1979 or visit termprovider.com. termprovider.com. You're listening to WTOP News. 
It's 923 in Virginia. The third month of February is George Washington Day, and there are plenty of celebrations. Let's start with George Washington's home in Mount Vernon. Admission is free on both Monday the 20th, the federal holiday, and on February 22nd, which is Washington's actual birthday. His adopted hometown of Alexandria celebrates his birthday with a Monday parade, stepping off at 1 at Pendleton and Fayette Streets, down Fayette to King Street, and ending at the Masonic Temple. Ferry Farm, George Washington's boyhood home outside Fredericksburg, is hosting a full day of activities on Monday. Check our website, WTOP.com, for details and more events. Sandy Cozell, WTOP News. A Prince George's County man pleads guilty to conning the federal government out of over a million dollars in COVID relief funds. The Maryland U.S. Attorney's Office says 25-year-old Jerry Phillips entered the plea Friday to charges of wire fraud conspiracy, aggravated identity theft, and illegal possession of a machine gun. Officials claimed Phillips and his brother conspired to illegally obtain the COVID relief money. Prosecutors say they used fake IDs and businesses one used the money to buy a $66,000 Chevy Camaro. Officials recovered 25 fake IDs and several guns. Studio Theater is launching a cool partnership with Planet Word Museum. They invite you to check out the new comedy play fittingly titled English. This is not a play that wears its topical events very loudly, but to give some sense of like what it is to decide you have to leave your country because you can't make the life you want to there. Funny people making hard choices is what I would say. Studio Theater's Adrian Alice Hansel says the play is set in 2009 Iran, where four adults study for a test of English as a foreign language. Planet Words' Caitlin Miller invites you to a virtual Q&A on Tuesday, February 21st. Adrian and the playwrights in Aztusi are going to join us and talk through the themes in the play and the artistry and how the play was written. Read more on WTOP.com. Jason Farley, WTOP News. A bipartisan bill lifting pay caps for health care workers at the Department of Veterans Affairs is headed for a Senate floor vote. The Senate VA committee advanced the VA Careers Act, which would set higher pay caps for VA physicians, podiatrists, optometrists, and dentists. Federal News Network reports the bill would also expand eligibility for more health care staff to be reimbursed for professional education costs. Senate VA Committee Chairman John Tester and Senator John Boozman say the bill will help the, the VA recruit and retain healthcare workers as the agency brings more veterans into its care under the PACT Act. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Lisa Mateo. This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Move over, pandemic puppies, and hello, inflation chickens. That's the sound of some residents, albeit temporary ones, of the cackle hatchery in Lebanon, Missouri. Owner Jeff Smith. Our demand probably is four times higher than in January than it ever has been. For this season, it's going to be a very uh, low supply and high demand, and it's going to be difficult trying to get the baby chicks to everybody that wants them. Higher egg prices have been pushing more consumers to buy their own chickens, but is the investment worth it? A female chick can cost anywhere from three to five dollars, with shipping ranging from twenty-five to forty-five dollars. You got to build a coop, you got to build the wire, you got to calculate your time involved in it. On the flip side, though, I think people value being self-reliant. They're more interested in what that bird's been fed, what's in that egg that they're consuming. A little reassurance for a bit more work. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Lisa Mateo on WTOP. Coming up after traffic and weather, former President Jimmy Carter has entered hospice care at his Georgia home. 